Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Safety in Charlotte set to take center stage as city leaders continue their annual retreat. The mayor and city council are in Winston-Salem this week looking to set the agenda for the upcoming year. Violence among teens, one of the biggest concerns. The latest numbers from police show crimes involving a juvenile suspect increased more than 30 percent. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane now live for us this morning with how the city is looking to address the issue. Richard. Yeah, good morning, Ben. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. The city knows that city leaders know that crime is a heavy topic on a lot of people's discussion, on a lot of people's minds, I should say. That's why they're spending a lot of time today talking about ways in which to fight the crime, especially amongst teens. Now, as we look at video, we can tell you this is all part of their uh, annual retreat. This retreat is set to uh, for them to set agendas for issues uh, that the council feel are important, including the mobility plan, affordable housing, and other areas like the arts. But one topic will be front and center, as we say. Today, city leaders are going to spend a better part of the second day of this retreat talking about crime, particularly the recent uptick in juvenile crime in our city. Concerns about public safety amid events like the New Year's Day shooting where a teen opened fire. It doesn't help the city's image of uptown as a safe place to enjoy and just overall crime in our communities. The city leaders hope they can address this problem, which has only gotten worse over the years. What's really important to us is let's improve public safety, right, and thereby improve perception. Yes, there's opportunity to improve, um, uh, to improve awareness around the community of what's going on, but people know what's going on on their own street, right? That's absolutely correct. People know what's going on in their own streets, and many people are concerned about crime. Uh, city leaders say they want to invite people, young people, into the table to talk about the issues that involve them, how to better gain control of this. And of course, some city leaders say it's important that we continue to reach out to parents of these teens. They say it's going to take an entire community to help get this problem under control. We're right here in Uptown. Richard Vane for WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush, Belmont police asking for your help this morning, identifying the people responsible for carjacking a father and his 13 year old daughter. Surveillance video shows the suspect stealing an SUV at gunpoint Sunday night around 945. Police say it happened at the Waffle House on Park Street. The suspects got away with the black Chevy Tahoe along with the victim's wallet. If you have any information that can help investigators or if you see this vehicle, please call Belmont Police. Happening today, the community will come together to continue demanding justice for Alicia Watts. 34-year-old Watts disappeared back in July, leaving her boyfriend James Dunmore's home in University City. Her body found a month later near a cemetery in Montgomery County. Dunmore was arrested and charged in her death. The community is expected to meet outside the Montgomery County Courthouse at noon. Meanwhile, Dunmore expected back in court on Friday. New this morning, a Union County man is behind bars following a multi-state child exploitation investigation. Thomas Long was arrested earlier this month after authorities in Utah suspected he was soliciting child sexual materials. Long has been charged with multiple felonies and police say they expect more charges to follow. Anyone with information in this case is being asked to call the Union County Sheriff's Office. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Tonight, the CMS School Board is discussing an emergency protocol that details exactly how naloxone or Narcan would be used in schools. 
The next step is to review this emergency protocol and consider adding it to the policy and the school health services manual. The district is hoping naloxone will help save young lives taken too soon by overdoses. A North Carolina nonprofit says the state is not attracting the best teachers for our kids because they aren't paying them enough. Lawmakers heard from the nonprofit Best in C yesterday. The group's urging lawmakers to increase pay for educators to an average of $58,000. Researchers say North Carolina teachers make less than any other southern state. And that is it for your Morning Rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Four people are dead after a crash in Johnston County. According to Highway Patrol, a trooper clocked the car going 104 miles an hour early Monday. The driver tried to exit the interstate but ended up crashing into several trees near the exit ramp. All four passengers were killed. This morning, the Riverbank Zoo is mourning the loss of a beloved koala. The zoo says Charlotte passed away from complications of a respiratory infection after months of treatment. She was six years old. Sumter County EMS is about to look a little different. The department received their first of two new ambulances, plus new uniforms roll out today. Officials say the fresh new look is part of their plan to recruit and retain staff. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news, make sense. Today, leaders over at Charlotte Douglas are expected to kick off a project that could totally transform the area around the airport. As Charlotte Douglas grows, leaders are looking to make the area around the airport a destination in and of itself. Let's connect the dots. The CLT Destination District will act as the front door to Charlotte Douglas. It'll form a link between Interstate 85 to the north and the airport. With an estimated 1,000 people moving to the Charlotte area each week, a big priority will be to improve traffic congestion coming to and from all directions to the airport. The district will feature a sustainable work and play environment. It'll be home to full service restaurants, breweries, hotels and stores, all right near the planned Silver Line light rail. This week, airport leaders will request proposals from developers for the 90 acres of development along North Josh Birmingham Parkway and Stafford Drive. But don't get too excited yet. The development is expected to be 10 to 20 years away. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, police in Gaston County say they're trying to figure out how a man ended up shot inside his home. Officers say it happened on Stowe Lane in Gastonia just after 1 a.m. Sunday morning. Police say they found Gabriel Hernandez lying in his yard after being shot. He later died. There is no information about a possible suspect at this time. Number two, today marks five years since the in-custody death of Harold Easter. Easter died after suffering a seizure while in police custody. His family ultimately settled their wrongful death lawsuit with the city of Charlotte for $800,000. Four officers and a sergeant resigned in connection to this case. And number three, the Love & Life Music Festival coming to Uptown this spring wants to showcase some local talent as well. They're looking for local artists to play and what your nominations. You can nominate your favorite local artist by heading to the Love & Life Music Fest Instagram page. Every year we deal with them, cicadas. The bugs are known for their high-pitched noise they make and for hanging around the Carolinas. And several claims circulating online say two different types of cicadas are now emerging, uh, something that 
last occurred more than 200 years ago. So is this true? Megan Bragg verifies. All of these cicadas are completely synchronized with one another. So every single 13-year-old cicada emerges from the ground simultaneously, flies around, has a massive party, sheds their exoskeletons, makes massive nests, and then dies. Several posts on social media say two different types of cicadas will emerge across several states, and they also claim this hasn't happened in two centuries. So is this true, and will we see it in North Carolina? Let's verify. Our source is Don Flynn, adjunct curator of entomology at the Scheele Museum in Gastonia and the University of Connecticut. Flynn tells us each year in North Carolina, we see a particular type of insect in the summer called the dog day cicada. But this year, we will be greeted by another type of cicada as well, this one called Brood 19. The periodicals only come out every 13 years. For 13 years, Brood 19 cicadas have lived underground. Flynn says several states in the southeast, including North Carolina, will see them emerge this summer. The immatures are underground feeding on the roots of trees uh, during that period of time. And then uh, at the end of their time underground, they come out and they attach to something solid like the side of a building or a fence post. There is a third type of cicada that is also expected to emerge this year. Flynn says it is true Brood 13, which has a 17-year life cycle, will come out as well. When combined with the Brood 19s, that will mean billions and billions of cicadas, but only in some parts of the country. The two broods uh, are going to be meeting together uh, for the first time in 221 years in the same place, and that's in, north, in northern Illinois. They won't, both broods won't meet here. Thankfully, we won't see brood 13 in the Carolinas, but we are expected to see more activity because we should get the brood 19 insects alongside with our annual dog day cicadas, and that high-pitched sound they all make, that's just their mating call. There's nothing you can really do because there's so many of them. They're going to be in the trees, and the males are the ones that make all the noise that sing for the females. So we can verify that, yes, two types of long dormant cicadas, brood 19 and brood 13, will emerge in some states, but only brood 19 will emerge here. With your Verify, I'm Megan Bryan. And if you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.